pastor and author Ben Connolly, is uh, highlighting some of this stuff and how we need to recover God's original intentions in, in light of the story of redemption. And we are so happy uh, to uh, to have him joining us here this morning. Ben, how in the world are you doing? Kurt, I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing fantastic. Good. Man, I'm so glad Good. you wrote this book. Where'd you get the idea for it? Yeah, so the idea came, uh, honestly, when I was working through grad school. Um, I was fairly new to, to Jesus when I went to seminary. Um, long story there we don't have time for, but um, what, what was interesting is I kept hearing messages that, that felt or seemed contradictory, whether in classrooms or churches or this kind of stuff. And maybe it's just my newness to the Bible or my unawareness or just, you know, taking things at face value. But for example, I, I, I kept hearing sometimes in the same sermon or same lecture, you know, Jesus in the cross removed all your sin as far as the East is from the West. So it's done in the cross. It's taken care of. That's the good news of the gospel. While at the same time, we were encouraged, exhorted to ask forgiveness for your continued sin. Hmm. Um, and, and just, it felt like there was a disconnect there of, of if it's already gone, what do we, why are we asking for it to be forgiven again? It felt like a, a disconnect between kind of past and future. And so that was 20 years ago. And so over the, the course of these past couple decades, just as I've had time, I've kind of gone, are there other things that we unintentionally, of course, kind of miss the mark on? Uh, that we create confusion for folks who are similar to me thinking through this feels like a disconnect. And and what I found is there's a few of those that really, really kind of get to the heart of do we believe the depths of what Jesus actually accomplished for us? Mm -hmm. So hey, that's kind of where it started. That's it great. So we're going to talk about some of these disconnects, but uh, let's, let's sure. just dive into the one that uh, you talked about right there that you pointed out. Okay, we are forgiven of our sins when we receive mm -hmm. Jesus as Lord and Savior. Uh, past, present, and future sins. So why right. do I need to confess my sins if they have already been forgiven? Mm -hmm. So what's your answer to that? Yeah, and I think the answer is, and you just used a different word, so you use the word confess your sins. Um, and a lot of times we, we assume those are the same things. To ask forgiveness is to confess our sin. Um, the Bible t treats those as, as two different postures toward our sin. Um, throughout the Old Testament and even during Jesus' life on earth, um, we are commanded, God's people are commanded and exhorted to ask forgiveness for our sin. And, and through the Old Testament sacrifices and this kind of stuff, there's, there's, there's a blood offering to represent the atonement and, and bring us back to God. Jesus's death was, and we celebrate this all the time, right, was the full and final sacrifice. There, there's no longer sacrifice needed. There's no longer an asking for forgiveness commanded. Uh, in fact, there are no times in the Bible after the resurrection where we're commanded to ask forgiveness if we're already in Christ. Of course, there is the first repentance coming to know Jesus, having asking him to, to forgive our sins. But for those who are in Christ, we don't have to ask forgiveness because of the good news of the gospel. Confession, though, is a right command through the New Testament. And in confession, we, we get to go. It's an, it's an invitation from the Lord to go, God, I've, I've missed it again. Um, I've, I've not had your thoughts. I've not met your standard, this kind of stuff. Even as a believer, I still don't cut it, quote unquote. B but the right response in that isn't, will you forgive me? Um, in fact, some traditions carry this out really beautifully. They'll have times even in their services of confession, but that's answered with what's called assurance. 
And, and so the joy of the gospel in confession is that we get to be reminded, oh, even though I missed the mark, I, I, I already have been forgiven. I already have assurance. Mm. And so it just changes our posture and makes the, the life, death, resurrection, and reign of Jesus all the more glorious. You know, I, I we, we've been talking about this in one way or another for a week or so. We, uh, hmm. you know, just about uh, reading the Bible. So, God doesn't, it's not like, oh, here's a series of hoops you have to jump through. Oh, and I'm going to do right. this tricky, so you get, so you have to really hunt this down. It's, it's not a treasure hunt, if you will. But how do we read the Bible and come away with what is true? And not, yeah, yeah how do you do that? Yeah, that's such a great question. It's one that pro- probably we all have to wrestle with every day, right? Right. Um, yeah. I, I think I would suggest that a lot of the ways that we are taught to read the Bible or that we just assume we're supposed to read the Bible, because frankly, we're kind of selfish, individualistic mm-hmm. humans for the most part, um, we go to it saying, okay, what does this say about me? What can I get out of this? What is this going to do for me? Um, and certainly, there is instruction in the Bible. There is uh, assurance even in the Bible that we just talked about, and there's there's good things. But but we have to realize the Bible is not primarily about me. Uh, the Bible is primarily about God. It's mm. it's His story from creation to new creation. It's what He's doing. It's His character, sometimes even contrasted against human character. Um, and and so some of the things we talk about in in the book, and I'll summarize these real fast. But but uh, a couple of lenses to to look at the Bible through is first is is what does this say about God? Yeah. Um, how is he supported as the main character? How is he has how is he uh, portrayed as the main character? What is he doing in the world? And only then do we go, okay, if that's true, w- w- what is true of humans? Uh, we're the supporting cast. We are not God. We need God to be the main character, kind of stuff. So. What is true of God? What is true of humans? And then the last question to ask is, what does this verse say about Jesus? And sometimes that's by contrast, and sometimes it's by comparison or foreshadowing or this kind of stuff. But, but there's not a verse or story or command in the Bible uh, that doesn't find its fulfillment in the life, death, resurrection, and reign of Jesus. Man, mm-hmm. telling you guys, mm-hmm. this book is so helpful. We put a link up to it, Curtin Cape Mornings on the Facebook page. But, uh, but wait, there's more. Mm-hmm. Reading the Bible, missing the gospel is our gift to you. We'll give it to you for your participation during Spring Share, which is coming up next month. So we hope that you're praying for God's provision of uh, resources for Moody Radio. We're listener-supported Christian radio. And uh, for a gift of any amount, we'll send you out a copy of Ben's book, Reading the Bible, Missing the Gospel. You can go to moodyradio.org slash Florida. That's moodyradio.org slash Florida. If you would like uh, to give even today, I think the banner is up and ready to go. If you just text the word SHARE, we'll send you out a link. Uh, SHARE to 888-777-6810. We have pre-share that's kind of going on. So if you'd like to give your gift now to get your hands on this book, awesome. That's great. And thank you very much. All right, so, uh, Ben, one of the other things you talk about in your book, I know we have to let you go here in a minute, but um, who am I, who are you to judge, okay? You know, that is something that is weaponized by people, Mm -hmm. a verse that's taken out of context, and uh, would you please set us straight on this, and and how do we respond to somebody who, who, you know, we, we say something, another believer, and we're lovingly trying to correct them maybe, and they're like, well, who are you to judge? Or maybe it's an unbeliever. Who are you to judge me? Mm. You're not perfect. How do we navigate this? 
Yeah, that's that's exactly uh, the the tension, isn't it? Um, and we do. We we use that verse as like the the end of a conversation card. You can't judge me, and we'll throw out you know Matthew seven one, judge not lest you be judged, kind of thing. And and we treat it as if it's the conversation stopper. Yeah. Um, what's interesting though is just a couple verses afterwards, uh, and we know this part too. But as, as Jesus is exhorting us to take the the plank out of our own eye, the log out of our own eye, so that we can see the speck in our brother or sister's eye. Um, what he's telling us is, oh, no, we do get to help take the speck out of our brother or sister's eye. Um, we, we, don't, we don't not judge them, if I can use the double negative. We, we just look at our own hearts first and go, is there, are there things in, in my own life, in my own uh, way of being that also need to be addressed? And, 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 and so it's a question of hypocrisy. Um, are we judging based on our standards? I don't like what you're doing, and so I'm going to judge you for it. Or... Are, are we judging ourselves and others based on a higher objective standard, which is, of course, the the, the law of God, the, the the words of of God and the and the example of Jesus? Um, what we find is that we all fall short. Of course, that's straight out of Scripture, and yeah. so yeah. It, it's more of an exhortation to to be willing to judge ourselves by not just my preferences, but by God's actual standards. But then once we are judgment between followers of Jesus is actually commanded throughout throughout the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to, again, it's an invitation to enter in and go, hey, I love you and I see this in you. Um, Christian life is meant to be walked out in community. And so if your brother sins against you, go talk to him about it. It's a paraphrase of Matthew 18. Um, once you take the log out of your own eye, do address the speck uh, in your brother or sister's eye. Um, even, you know, it reminds me, honestly, of this, this share campaign slogan of being bold for the gospel. Uh, it, it takes boldness and a lot of love and humility to say, hey, I see something in your life. But it's a question of do you care about their holiness more or do you care about what they think of us more? Um, and that's at least true for, for sisters and brothers in the church. Interestingly, the, the New Testament is pretty hesitant to judge those outside the church and is pretty quick to invite us to, to quote-unquote, judge those inside the church and to walk mm, with them. Um, yeah. Interestingly, I think we reverse that very, very much in our world today, and we judge those outside the church. Man, that is uh, so true. avoiding judgment. That is so uh, true. That's true. You know what, Ben? Thank you so much for uh, sharing that with us. Kate, I'm like thinking that's a, you know, that's something we needed to hear today. Yes, absolutely. And, and remind ourselves of every day. Yeah, <laughs> each and every day. Yeah, you know, and Ben, you know this is true that um, you never know who's listening, whether you're preaching or you're on Christian radio, but but God makes mm-hmm. divine appointments. And, and it's good for all of us, but maybe you're listening right now. You've never listened to the show before, never listened to Moody Radio before, and you're like, oh. I needed to uh, to hear that God was. Well, and I would say this you. too for for someone who's who's listening for the first time or needs to hear that the 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 other side of judgment is that we will all be judged by God's standard, and and yet for those who are in Christ, the same one who is the judge, King Jesus, is also the one who took all of our inadequacy, took all of our sin, took all the things we we will be judged for. On himself, and so mm-hmm. it's in him that we do have forgiveness, and and we can be free of judgment. 